punchline takes. Touchline Takes Podcast. Excuse me for being excited, people. Man, I tell you what, I was I was in DC for a little bit, right? You were? Yeah, okay. I was in what Washington DC. Are you are you uh sightseeing? No, sightseeing, uh add some, you know some deals that i needed to go through um some money washed up carl was lobbying i was lobbying yeah i I was pushing you know you know how politics are especially in ohio i i had to go there and did you get um, a did you get touchline takes a retroactive uh ppp loan i i did not see the pan the pandemic has killed us man and i don't think our listeners Mm. really understand that um we were hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic. Touchline Takes was, yeah. We had we to were, move out of our, uh, our our 15th floor uh, office space. In New York City. We now actually uh, record this podcast in a dumpster behind an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, the, an Outback. It's in between like an Outback and a 99. It's like right yeah. in the alleyway. It's actually a um, shared dumpster. We don't even... Like no. they they both throw their trash in it, so yeah, and we're the trash. Like yeah. we're literally the trash. That's what touchline. We were eating there is. one day, and they said, "Are you guys done with this?" And we're like, "Yeah." And we thought they were gonna take the plates, but instead they just took they, us. They out took back us. They, gra- they grabbed us by the shirt and yeah. they threw us in the dumpster. But welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Touchline Takes. Always oh, got one cracking open. That was See, a I'm weird t- crack. That was. Yeah, you better like this one. See, I'm too cheap to buy beer right now. Um, uh, well, I'm drinking um, just non-alcoholic seltzer once again. Oh wow! You you on a diet? Uh, you know, I'm just trying to. I was limiting uh, the days I drink alcohol. I was trying to like be like, okay, I'm just so, gonna so do like a Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday middle of the week doesn't uh, coincide no. with. Nope. We, we, Sun- we Sunday start- through Wednesday, I was trying to cut it all out. We gotta start recording on days where you can drink alcohol. We'll mm. just be throwing back shots. Um, Honestly, maybe we should do a drunk, drunk episode, a drunk episode. My God, our, our our podcast episodes are long enough as it is. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that would be like a lot. That would be when we finally do the uh, football manager live stream. Oh my God, that that's one thing I still haven't re-downloaded to my computer. We you were just. I, I, you're giving me shit before we started recording because I told you I just yeah. redownloaded Valorant. <laughs> Car- and you're like, Carl- why, why, why do you keep redownloading and uninstalling? And I'm like, these people bully me, okay? They tell me I'm Carl bad. Carl actually and I listens feel bad. to the bullies online when they tell him to uninstall games. He's they, like, okay. They tell me I'm bad. And yeah, they're yeah. right. I'm trash. I'm bad at these games. Like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to have fun. But when they're in my ear saying, you're trash, bro, like, your mom's better than you. And I'm like, excuse me. Like that's that's rude to me and my mother, okay? Mm. Um But anyways guys, we are we are glad to be back. We are on a little bit an extra week long hiatus, I would call it. A yeah. little, little extra we week like long. To disappear. We do. Like remember that time um around Christmas where we disappeared until like February? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we were like uh Syria or whatever. We took that extended winter break. <laughs> we just we went into complete lockdown. I went off to Brazil. We recorded a podcast that somehow got lost like in, in our yep. Google Drive. It was a if you guys ever have free time and you like us go and find and listen to the lost pod because the lost pod is beautiful it's miraculous it's like it's like finding gold that's what mm-hmm. us when we were record when we finally got back to recording we saw that lost pod and we're like holy shit we recorded an episode like a month later and just never like it just slipped both of our minds that we even recorded it we we forgot we had a podcast we were like we, uh, it's well, I the nice thing know. is, you know, we we uh, we use a oh, we'll say an unnamed software to uh, or a website 
to host everything and it's free yeah. so we don't we don't worry about it too much we don't we're not paying yeah. for anything for that no, um, the, only, the only thing we pay for is the marketing the only fans um and yeah, we actually pay to be on <laughs> <laughs> we, we pay to be on only fans that's what we do that's mm-hmm. that's basically what all our budget goes towards and by budget i mean cameron's credit card so yeah. Um, <laughs> I just give Carl free reign. Free reign. Credit score this, dropping. This, this kit I'm wearing right now, you guys can't see. It is a Venezia from the early 2000s. It mm-hmm. is sick. Cameron bought it for me. I was just like, you know what? I've got I've got multiple Venezia kits, but that one was such a good price. I'm like, I can't. It, it I came can't, from your beach house in Ireland, besides, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I got it at a thrift store while I was in Ireland at my beach house. That totally exists and is totally a real He's, thing. He was drinking Guinness. Ireland yeah. has the beach, That's a good-looking right? kid. That actually looks better it's, than it's the pictures, nice. I think. Yeah, it is actually really nice. I love the – the is it Joma? Yeah, that's the brand, yeah. They Joma. make cleats and stuff too, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Spanish. I think is it's it? Spanish. I've never even looked into it. It's yeah. just one of those brands that I've seen around. I, I had no idea. It's, uh, one one of my one of my good friends was telling me it's actually the same sponsor of. Um, he's Honduran, and so oh. the the Honduras kits, the national kits, are sponsored by uh, Joma. Joma, okay, yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, and, and I think it's pronounced something different because it's Spanish, and I'm probably saying it completely wrong. But um, no, it's well, a nice looking kit. Yeah. Um, it got stopped by customs the first time <laughs> trying to come through, so it took a little bit. But uh, it was pretty quick on the the, the return well, trip. Well, once it yeah. finally got through customs and they realized you weren't sending me drugs, mm-hmm. like I think I think it went well. Yeah, well, it looks good. I think it it's does. uh, it's hold definitely... on, let me t- let me take it off real quick. I'm just gonna just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. The, the secret shirtless pod that no one will see. <laughs> no one will see. <laughs> All right, Carl. Let's. Uh, we got. We got a lot of topics. We got a lot of ground. We got to cover today. Oh, it's so been, much ground. We got. You know, MLS is is hipping and hopping and um that sounded horrible. That sound <laughs> made me sound like I'm 20 years older than I actually am. It's Never mind. Let me hopping. let me rewind. So we've got we got funny. MLS action. We got USL action. We got NISA action. Uh, we have. A couple of leagues that still have a little bit to play for in Europe, um, even though most of them are at like two, maybe three matches left. Right. Um, that being mostly right now, Serie A and, and uh, Premier League. So we might talk about that a little bit, but we're gonna we're gonna kick things off. Um, I actually have been on Twitter, on Reddit, uh, just kind of pouncing when I see things that are just some interesting takes. Right. Uh, so I have I've never really done this for anything, but on my phone I've well, created a folder for some uh, for some takes, and I I'm gonna share some of these with you, Carl, and I just wanna I wanna hear what oh you think. Oh man, this is and disclaimer, guys, this is the first I'm hearing of this too. So yeah. this is gonna be an authentic reaction by me. If any of you weren't believing, oh my god. Okay, so. Here's the first one I saw uh, that I thought was like, okay, why? This just seems like they were they were looking for some content, but I saw one that was beer in, in the stands at football stadiums. Should it be allowed? And this came from uh, at Sport Bible, and I'm like, uh, yes. That, that guy, that guy's that going straight to hell. He's going straight to hell. Like, why? how is that even controversial? <laughs> Like there's, if there's anything that's supposed to be at football, it's beer. Mm. Please, please. Here's another one. Um, this is a this is a little more of a hot take. Mm. Uh, so something we'll get to a little bit. The Concacaf Champions League has concluded. Congrats to the Seattle Sounders of MLS. Mm. They finally took it home. History, baby. History in the making. Uh, and we got a lot of tweets immediately after that uh with people kind of just making claims all over the place so at transfers mls on twitter said mls has officially passed liga mx and it's never looking back yikes carl thoughts yikes um so you're telling me after 20 years of the mls getting their ass fucking handed to them by liga mx that they beat them once and now all of a sudden we're like there i mean i 
I, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a good sign, right? It's like it's it, it, it's it's showing progress. Um, but I think even yeah. a lot of Liga MX fans would say, well, Pumas wasn't even the strongest Liga MX Pumas team this is year. Pumas is like seventh or something like like Pumas is. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, granted, Seattle is even isn't even a playoff spot either. Like Seattle's been playing like complete shit in the MLS as well. And I mean, a couple of their top players have been injured, and so I mean, I, I guess that argument's kind of nullified in a way. But at the right. same time, like Seattle just felt like the club that maybe cared the most, you know, yeah, in the CONCACAF I mean, Champions If we're going to say MLS as a league mm. has passed League MX, I think we got to, no. one, have to see a little more consistency in the CONCACAF yeah. Champions League. But I think as I, I might have just texted you this, when we have the League's Cup, that, that'll be a good indicator because then that'll we'll be, be seeing top to bottom, you know, how, how consistently in, MLS teams can beat League MX teams. In, 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 in a World Cup year, how much are these top players who are going to be playing for the national teams going to be sort of uh, mm. playing in the League's Cup this summer? Because th- there is a lot of f- f- soccer, football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, coming this year. There is a, a lot, especially if you play in the schedule that the MLS, Legal and Mackeys, South America, all these clubs play. Yeah. There's going to be a lot. Because you're well, I basically think that the first one is actually uh, 2023. Okay. So when they have when they have oh, all the, uh, the teams in it, so we've, we've got mind, a little while man. on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I see wow. I see what you're saying, and I think you know the point you make still stands because it's like, all right, it's not really like a real competition. I mean, it, it's kind of ironic. Like the, one of the prizes is qualifying for the Concacaf Champions League. It's like okay, right? Well, you know, I think it's actually more important to see how they play each other here if they actually try hard so we'll see i that i, I still think that's going to be one of the best barometers for it yeah since I we're, so we're going to be seeing all of the teams playing each other um but i genuinely don't think mls has passed league mx yet um no you know there's still I, it, it, it's still got a ways to go like i mean there there's still like you said this is a fantastic sign this is yeah. like you know christmas day for the mls like you're you're waking up this is a huge present a huge gift but now you got to use that gift you can't just let that gift sit in the closet until next you know what i mean like that's a really shitty analogy and i don't Mm -hmm. think it makes any sense but like this is great it's it's fantastic that they were given this opportunity to win they were given you know the momentum for mls going forward but we can't just sit on our ass and expect to win it again next year. You know what right, I mean? Like right. it's, it's not because it's not if an we don't win thing. it again next year, like then what are we? You know, it's no once it's a ground. given, maybe we can start saying that. Right. And for the last twenty years, basically, it's been a given that Liga MX was gonna beat the pretty MLS much, in the Concacaf Champions League. Like it was just a given. So, um, yeah, great sign. Um, but if you got no more hot takes, I have I one had, more. Actually, you have one more. One more. Yeah, go. this was a good one. So. Um, I believe this was, oh, interestingly enough, this account is called, the last one I said was called Transfers MLS. This one's called MLS Transfers. Ooh, brothers. Um, so as you can imagine, we're going to have MLS featured in this one again. Uh, 16-year-old Seattle Sounders midfield Obed Vargas is being scouted by Celtic FC. So I misspoke. They didn't actually have the, uh, the, the hot take here they just did the original tweet and then in response to that someone mm. said and go to a smaller club that doesn't make much sense whoa so this is whoa. uh so basically the the hot take here if you couldn't extrapolate that was that they're saying sounders seattle sounders are whoa. a bigger club than celtic i mean i i hope the interesting FBI- interesting i thought i mean it's <sighs> it's hard to say it, there's there's no real concrete way of of comparing their performances. Um, the Scottish <laughs> League is probably, I, I mean, based on the population size, I think it over it would probably overperform a little bit compared to MLS. But uh, other than Celtic and Rangers, I'm really not sure how well the rest of those clubs would do. I mean, I don't know if a club like Hibs or, or Motherwell, maybe. Yeah, Motherwell, how they would perform against, you know, um, just inner Miami or like Columbus for, for that sake. But but we're just talking about Celtic and Sounders. Yeah. I don't know, man. I cannot I cannot call 
Celtic a smaller club than than Sounders at this no, point, and especially no. I think for a lot of players, the opportunity to to play in Europe, which I, as of right now, I think Celtic are guaranteed a Champions League group stage spot. So, getting some Champions League group stage experience is probably better for a player than continuing to play at Seattle Sounders. Yeah. So from from opportunity perspective, probably better to go to Celtic. No, I, I hope the FBI is listening to this and finds that username yeah. and throws them into Alcatraz or something. Because I mean, it's that's a that's a crazy inter- It's an interesting take, but it, oh, I still think man. it's a little crazy. I mean, it's I, like I, it's like almost spicy enough that I'm like. Is it? I mean, historically, definitely not. Celtics no, definitely a bigger no, club. But if you look at like market value, how much Seattle Sounders are worth is probably more than Celtic. If I had to be uh, honest, I don't know, man. Let me, I mean, let me Seattle little... Sounders are like two hundred million or something. I mean, I don't know. Here, how much... Here's what I'll. Oh, you mean market value of the club, not the players? Yeah, market value of the club. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I genuinely am not sure. But uh, I'm gonna go on transfer market and look that up. And while I'm doing that, you mentioned oh. if I don't have. Any more hot takes? What do you got? Yes, I, I got one, and it came to oh, my head. Okay. And, and, and this is this is one I've been thinking about for last week or so. It's been on my mind. I think we should all, as a collective of football fans, ball up every fucking turf field that exists mm. on this planet, stick it into a cannon, and launch it to the moon. Turf fields need to be out of this game, period. I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even think that's a hot take. I think, um, I think in the sense of how many injuries players have had, yeah. And I, I the only reason it makes sense for some people, it, or for some countries, is just due to the weather. Like in Canada, it's yeah. obviously going to be hard to maintain a nice grass field. Um, like Iceland, Faroese Islands, uh, uh, Sweden, Norway, yeah. But uh, I think, you know, for, for top, top tier soccer, especially if, you know, national teams are playing, whew, let's play on let's play on real grass. I mean, Seattle, come on. Like, I think they could do one of those things where they got a retractable field. Right. And I do have the results of my search here. Um, so if you just look at transfer market values, the squad, Celtic squad is worth 87.4 million. Okay. And Seattle is worth 53 million interesting who's so, who's the high who's the highest it must be that japanese guy right for celtic i forget his name oh, oh yeah cute uh, is it kyoko uh it's one of the two he's the only one i i'm like thinking of off the top of my head that i see everywhere i don't follow too much scottish football to to exactly know but um it is callum mcgregor uh callum mcgregor actually callum mcgregor he's a striker right I think he's a uh, central midfielder. Central midfielder. Kyogo's worth six point zero five million. Okay, that's so, crazy. They actually have a fairly evenly valued squad for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. I bet Seattle is probably a lot more lopsided just because of how the salary cap works there. But right, uh, we got Raul uh, Rudias is worth eight point eight million. So oh, okay. Yeah, so that's that's kind of that. We didn't really give a solid answer on that debate, but um, no, those, those, are, those are the hot takes. I, I'm going to keep going with this because this has been fun for me to screenshot and add to my little my little folder, and I'm going to keep it's on Cameron, doing that. Cameron's naughty list. That's yeah. what this is. But so let's you, go never, to, um, you never want to end up on Cameron's naughty list. Let's go to something a little less controversial, um, a little more fun, a little something you'd expect and would enjoy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yet another business venture from Ronaldinho. I, I don't know oh, how many people follow him on social media, but he's like hawking something different every week. Uh, I think he had like a social a... media platform at one point that was like the Ronaldinho social media platform. <laughs> it was... I, I, I forgot he was at a prison in Paraguay. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. His little stint in prison with fake passports. <laughs> not really sure what that was all about. But Ronaldinho is joining an ownership group for the next expansion team in major arena soccer. That's awesome. Uh, Massel. <laughs> I think we actually talked about this a little last pod, just how cool mm-hmm. arena soccer is. But yeah, um, so there's it's it's actually an unnamed team right now, and I don't even think they have the location. 
but he is they joining said, like, Robert Stryer as co-owner. Brooklyn or something like that. Uh, it's oh, actively said? for either Brooklyn or Nassau County. So, um, interesting. Yeah, Brooklyn would be cool. Yeah, Brooklyn would be cool, and it, and it makes sense that uh, um, an area like that. I mean, it just. It's it's crazy. I, I don't know what he's doing. What is what is he doing? Considering this, oh my goodness! Why? I'm about it. I'm about. I it, am. Man. I, I'm, you know I'm very what? about it. But like, he, he's actually been. I think I remember he, for a little while. He might have been like a player owner of um, India. Launched like a, a futsal league, and I think he played like a couple matches. So, uh, it would be kind of nice to see him get a foothold in something because. I don't know. I just I, everyone loves Ronaldinho, and everyone wants Ronnie to succeed. Um, he's he's also been noted of having a lot of money problems, so I am a little confused as to how he's got the money to get into this. Although I'm assuming it's not a super expensive business venture, but right. Yeah, so keep keep an eye out for that. Ronaldinho might might try to push the profile of of the Massel a little bit. I mean, there was a couple years back when um, when Landon Donovan played with the San Diego Soccers. I think mm-hmm. they're in Mass, so they might be in. I know there's a couple different. Yeah, and, leagues, and so. then you have like because I know here you have the Cleveland Crunch that's in like the semi-pro. Yeah, there's like Massel two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think no they're in like Massel two. Yeah. But, wow. Um, yeah, yeah so it's Ronaldinho. interesting. No, it, it's it's good. I mean, and I think you're really starting. You, especially with these different leagues, it isn't just the MLS anymore that these either you know world-renowned names um, are coming here to expand into different leagues or players yeah. who are still playing, like, you know, Jamie Vardy with the RIP Rochester Rhinos. Um, so it, it's it's interesting to see them get involved in these different leagues. Um, the major league soccer is, like, because I know, like, sports, like, futsal is, like, huge, huge, huge in Brazil. So, like, yeah. him getting involved yeah. with, like, an arena soccer league is... Um, kind of really cool, and it, it makes sense, you know, in hindsight, seeing that he's he's done this. So, mm-hmm. I hope it works out for him. You know, he um, he's been he's been jumping in and out of the news recently, so maybe this can be a positive thing for him. Um, and we'll, we'll see where so. it goes from you know, there. I think at the very least, it could bring some eyes to the league. So that's what that's that would probably be a best case scenario. Definitely. Uh, Carl uh, is very passionate about this next topic. Oh. Carl, what, how, about, how about you introduce this? Because I think you know the I'm, most about what's going on right now. I, I am so excited, everybody. I mean, I shouldn't say excited. I'm sort of excited. Um, anything that kind of stabs FIFA in the back, I'm pretty cool about. Because I still believe FIFA is one of the most corrupt organizations on this planet um but recently very recently um or not too recently this has been going on for a while but it finally just got sort of finalized um ea sports and fifa nasty divorce nasty divorce um apparently fifa wanted billions of dollars uh to continue working with ea sports to be making their fifa football games um on PlayStation, Xbox, all PC, and EA Sports basically told them to go fly a kite. And so now what we have is EA Sports FC, hmm. um, which I hate the name. Anything that we just throw FC on, ugh, like get that out of here. It just bugs the shit out of me. Um, for those of you who are wondering, Chances are this game's not going to be really any different because EA owns the license to, still owns the license to all the players, all the um, teams and clubs that you see in the FIFA or you have seen in the FIFA football games. Um, So basically, all FIFA was having EA pay them for was the name FIFA. Um, And maybe the national teams. I, I still have to see if sort of the national teams will still be involved yeah, into the game. that'll be interesting. That, that'll be interesting to see. Um, but now even FIFA says, oh, we're going to go find another sponsor and make a better game. Well, that's going to be kind of hard when you don't own any of the license for any of the clubs or players. Um, yeah, and I mean, 
pro well, it used to be called pro evolution soccer pes um now it's made like by konami yeah something. they changed it to e-football and i think it's yeah. been it's been kind of a struggle we were a little excited because um e-football recently uh, brought on the usl teams which was fun but i guess it hasn't been implemented that well yet so yeah i i i see this as as definitely it, it's kind of funny because really it pitted together two forces that are both obsessed with money and making as much uh. money with as little uh care about morals as possible so um it was fun to see who played chicken first here and uh, it looked like EA Sports, EA Sports is just not messing around. No, they EA said, Sports. They said, "Why? Why are we gonna pay you just for a name?" They're basic. They're basically banking on people being like, even if it has a different name, you're still getting the same game, and probably, unfortunately, the same game you got last year because for yeah. the last decade they haven't changed the games at all, which is annoying. Um, that's my sort of gripe I have with ea sports is they just don't change anything with their sports video games um from madden to fifa um but it's 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 hilarious because fifa i think i didn't think fifa expected ea to to kind of put their foot down like this um you know per the new york times fifa was seeking more than double the fees it was already receiving for ea to use its name billions of dollars just to be called fifa like yeah. I'm sorry, like I won't even name my kid FIFA. Um, for billions, I mean, for a, well, for a billion, for billion, I probably would. No, I probably would. Okay. I'm now sorry, that, but I would. Yeah, I, totally I would name my kid. Dollars, name my kid FIFA. I'm doing it. <laughs> what, what what wouldn't you name your kid for a billion dollars? I want to know the answer to that. What name wouldn't you name your kid for a billion dollars? <laughs> like if my the, kid... I think I think I was I was thinking about it, and I and one came to mind, and I was like. Billion dollars. No. I mean, it's like, would you name your kid Hitler for a billion dollars? Oh man, um, for a people, are, dollars. people are gonna listen to this pod and be like, what? Like, well, I hope now, somebody now doesn't I'm, just skip uh, through I, and they check in. To, <laughs> that's like the that, one clip. They would be like, what is this podcast we're listening to? Would you would you name your kid Mussolini for a billion? Mus- I feel like enough Mussolini. people don't even know who Mussolini is. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. Hitler sort of stole the show during World War II for that one. Like, um, I was trying to think of some more ridiculous things, like Stinky Buttface. Stinky yeah, Buttface. I'd name my kid Billion Dollars. You'd have but to stinky suffer. Stinky Buttface? Like, I'm I'd... sorry. That kid's college is all... That kid doesn't yeah, even yeah, have yeah. to go to college. You know what I mean? That, that kid's fine for life, like, as long as I don't spend it all. Yeah, I don't think there's really any name. I wouldn't name my kid for a billion dollars. Yeah. If someone walked up they and could, told they... me... But, like, okay, what are the stipulations of that? Because they could legally change their name when they're 18, right? Exactly. Right. So, and you, you already have make the billion dollars. Years. You yeah. just have to spend that billion dollars in the first 18 years before he changes his name, right? Yeah. That's uh, easy I'll... to do. I, I could spend a billion dollars in a couple of days. Yeah, I'll be like, all right, buddy. You had to deal with, like, you know, a lot of a lot of name calling. I mean, it doesn't really – is it name calling if they're calling him their actual name? No, that is name calling. That's just being polite. All right. So, okay, <laughs> we've established that, that um, FIFA could certainly pay us money to call our children FIFA. Um well, actually, that's kind of different than how EA is working because they would pay them to call it. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Let's yeah. move on because this is really – there's not that much to, to go into there. They're, they're just – it's a branding deal, and they have said no to it. The games will still be fun. Yeah. More importantly – Oh yeah, like they'll him. be fun. They'll be fun. Carl will still buy it, and he'll still complain oh, yeah. about the price. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'll complain yeah. about football ultimate team. I'll I'll do it all. I'll I'll he'll scream. Still, I'll cry. I'll packs. break my controllers. I'll put a hundred dollars after spending a hundred dollars into the game to try to open packs and get a messy and not get a messy and not get anything good in those hundred dollars that I spend. And then he'll and have then to explain I'm to his cats out why they're, they're not getting their fancy feast anymore how did you know i feed my cats fancy feast did i tell you that before you just look like go, a fancy feast kind of guy I go, I go high class i even try a little bit you know before i give it to them just Carl, to make you know sure what else you good. look like what do i look like you look like a guy that uh loves a good old concacaf champions league i love a good old concacaf champions league well as we as we mentioned earlier seattle sounders came through in the final um one thing that i was kind of thinking about today I don't know why it took me until today to kind of uh, think about this, but it's interesting that they do a two-legged final. 
in CONCACAF Champions League. I'm so used to, you know, the the, the regular Champions League that I just hadn't even mm. thought that much about it. But yeah, the, you know, two-legged, two-legged tie for a final. I'm, I'm that, trying to, what do you think I'm about that? I'm trying to think if any other continent does that. I don't think the, so. I, the Copa totally Libertadores wrong. used to, but they went to one leg like three or four years ago. I think the last two-legged final for the Copa Libertadores was the River Plate Boca Juniors final where the second leg had to be postponed and moved to Spain because I think one of the club's fans started right, throwing yeah. like flares at the other team's bus. Um, yeah, I don't think the, I don't think the AFC champions yeah. either the AFC. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I th- what about yeah. Antarctica? They they don't do it, do they? So far, uh, I don't think they even have a competition. But you know, really, we, you, we don't think, you don't think penguins global warming play? might push us to that that point. Penguins in Antarctica. I think they they might have their own their own version of the Champions League, but uh, yeah. So so Seattle won. Um, they actually, I you know, it looked like business as usual in the mm. first leg up until uh, Seattle had quite the comeback. They were down, I believe it was two zero. They were down right. and then they came back, uh, and that was in Mexico. And we always talk about how it's hard to play with the intensity of those stadiums in Mexico. Right. And uh, they found a way. They came back. Yeah. Um, I think giving... one of them was like a penalty or something like that. Like You know, they might have both been penalties. Were they and both like, penalties? I can't. I'm, I'm trying to uh, remember, and this is something that if you are a first-rate podcaster, um, you have this information in front of you. Uh, us? Oh, they were both penalties. So... You know you what? I take Should've... that. I take that back. We are a first-rate podcast. We, I got we it from knew, memory. We knew but that I just shit. Don't have confidence we in myself. Knew that shit. You got to be confident, man. I mean, but in, there were you... actually three penalties out of the four goals. That is so Concacaf. That is very Concacaf. That is so Concacaf. That's um, like I need to get a shirt that says "That is so Concacaf." I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think those will sell well. I'll get my billion dollars. It watch. should be Iconca can't believe this shit. <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to wear that at a USL game. <laughs> we'll get into that more later too. Spoiler alert! <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Seattle just totally rocked them in Seattle. Uh, they ended up winning 3-0 in the second leg, so that's a 5-2 victory on aggregate in this strange two-legged final. Um, yeah, I believe they had a record-setting attendance in, in Seattle as well. And in considering Seattle. how this tournament has uh, kind of notoriously gone, you know, had mediocre attendance in the right. United States, it's pretty pretty impressive to see. Oh, yeah. Se- Seattle marketed the shit out of it. They had, like, yeah, Seattle yeah. Seahawks football, oh, American football yeah, yeah. players. Um, who was it? Marshawn Lynch. He Marshawn did a Lynch. Yeah, yeah, he did a commercial. I mean, they, they – and Marshawn Lynch is actually a huge, huge – because he's uh, – Marshawn Lynch is – Part, he's in the ownership of the Oakland Roots. Yep. Um, yep. So, like, and he's from Oakland, I believe, too. So that makes sense. But, no, Marshawn Lynch was totally into it. Um, he played for the Seahawks for years, um, if you guys don't know American football that much. Um, and that was really cool to see because I think I think the biggest things, you know, soccer can try to do, especially MLS, is intertwine the sports fans. Because mm-hmm. all the time, you know, Somebody who's a sports fan in the U.S. is a is a fan of multiple sports. Usually, that's usually the thing. If you're a fan of baseball, you're a fan of American football. You're a fan of basketball. Like you all intertwine. Soccer's been sitting on the outside for a long, long time, not being able to be intertwined with this group. They need to intertwine it. They need to bring it together. Um, and you know, seeing that was really cool because it's intertwining those fan bases. Even if you weren't a soccer fan, you're like, holy shit, the team from Seattle, I'm from Seattle, this team could win, you know, the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, so that brings you into the circle, brings you in and hopefully makes you become a fan. You see, yeah. I could I could be a marketing manager for the MLS. I would get their ratings through the fucking roof. Be so crazy. he says he does work in media, so there there I is a, there is a chance. There is. Um, I, did, I did just want to bring attention to the number real quick. There was sixty eight thousand seven hundred forty one fans. That's a that big number. That is crazy. That uh, is and a also, big Carl, number. I want you to guess what statistic Pumas and Seattle were the exact same in for that match. Possession. <laughs> 
possession. Yep, 50-50, according, according to the official stats. Um, things that were not so for even, Seattle, I believe, had about double the amount of shots that uh, Pumas had. And they also had, I think, nine shots on goal compared to Pumas's nice. one um, on target, I guess you could say. Pass kicking. Yeah, so really it was a it was a pretty resounding performance. Is that the correct usage of that? Resounding, I, I like I it. Think, think, three yeah, no. Resounding, resounding three resounding no performance. Resounding performance. Uh, yeah, and I think, as we've mentioned, there were a lot of ensuing uh, hot takes about mm. the, uh, the level of MLS. Also, some history was forgotten, and I have a take on that. Uh, there were a lot of people that just were like, yeah, this is the first time we've ever done this. Yes and no. Uh, DC United and LA Galaxy won the tournament in a previous format uh, when it was a one location, mm-hmm. one weekend tournament. Uh, I believe it was only like eight teams back then. But yeah, LA Galaxy, I believe, won it twice, and, or maybe it was only once. And uh, DC United once won it both um, hosted in their own cities as well. So right. yeah, there's a little bit of an advantage there, but they did both win it. And it's like, okay, are we are we saying that um, winners of the previous knockout edition UEFA Champions League or what it was called, I think, just the Euro Cup, something like that? Something like is, that, I think is it that, was. Is, are those not legitimate titles? Like, is that not the same? You know, like Real Madrid, well, when they won La Decima, they didn't discount all the, the previous. No way. Why would you? It's still history. Cups. It's yeah, still there, exactly. you know what I mean? It's, exactly. It's, it's still a championship. It's still winning, even if the format yeah. was different and things were different. We, we can't... Leagues and competitions and the sport evolves. It evolves over time, throughout history. Everything evolves. Life evolves. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can't stick an asterisk next to everything just because it's a different scenario, just because it's a different circumstance. You know, this... Just because it's a different tournament doesn't mean that the past history with what the tournament used to be before it evolved into what it is now, it doesn't change anything. You still won it back then. Doesn't matter if, you know, you were playing against a bunch of pigeons. You still won the tournament. I mean, pigeons, maybe I'd put an asterisk. Unless the yeah. pigeons gave me a billion dollars. Yeah, and uh, I think that's, you bring up a, a good point with the money since we're apparently very business-oriented today on the podcast. Um, that's another thing that needs to change with CONCACAF Champions League. They need to bring more oh, money yeah. to this. I don't know how they do it, but um, I think with the, the growth of eyeballs within Canada and the United States, there should be a way to get some some better sponsorships of the tournament, raise some prize money. Right. Uh, it's, it's like what we talked about with the U.S. Open Cup, too. Like There yeah. needs to be more money. They just, well, what hey. are you doing? You're, we're talking about cups. What a better time to talk about the return of the Nisa Independent Cup. Ooh. Um, so a cup that doesn't have as much money, but there's Billion a little dollars, bit of money right? in it. Yeah. No, yeah. I heard that the winner. <laughs> Finally, the winner. New Amsterdam will have enough money to return <laughs> next year. <laughs> New Amsterdam will have plenty of money to give people pizzas, whoever wants it, when yeah. he had to melt down again. <laughs> um, not bad so, yeah. money, though. Not bad. It's... Not bad. Not bad. There's uh. So first of all, 36 clubs will be competing. It'll be uh in the nine regions, yet. and it'll be located. Located. It'll be in June as well. Mm. So that's when we'll see the uh, competition take place. Um. So it's kind of working a little differently this year from from what I've seen. So it's going to be Nisa Nation teams, all the Nisa Nation teams, uh, and Nisa affiliate clubs as well. Uh, and then they will kind of play in a group stage and then it's like a round robin group stage and then the winner of those groups will play a NISA professional club for the regional championship so the NISA teams and the NISA pro teams we'll say uh, will only be competing in one match which I guess makes sense since they are playing throughout the summer right. um, so they probably don't want to add too too many fixtures into that already uh, congested schedule so, but you mentioned money. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. No, uh, it looks like the winner of the said round robin tournaments is going to own, th- 
or is going to earn, excuse me, $3,000. They're, they're going to owe $3,000. You yeah, win this yeah. tournament, you're going to owe them $3,000. Yeah. That, that would be such a NISA thing that to would, do, too. That would be messed up. Um, yeah. But no, they're, they're, NISA is doing a good thing. They're, they're getting these, these independent and amateur clubs, for the most part, a little cash. Yeah. And then they'll move on to the regional championship. Winners of the regional championship win four thousand dollars. So yeah. I mean, all in all, uh, seven thousand dollars. Like that's not, that's not a bad chunk of change. Money. That's that's a lot of pizza. So um, it it should be it should be competitive. I love the idea of um, introducing and including the Nisa Nation clubs. I think that is really yeah, important. Yeah, kind of the focal point on the Nisa Nation teams is a good exactly. idea. Exactly. You're you're not pushing them to the back burner. You're giving them a chance to be able to you know shine and you know improve, which I think has always been sort of the mentality. Um, and one of my favorite things about Nisa is the growth of clubs. They care about the growth of mm -hmm. clubs. Um, I know some clubs might disagree and some fans might disagree, but I feel like the league as a whole and its mission is growth. And, yeah. um, you know, I think this, well, this ideally shows... we see some of the next teams that um, will make that jump to pro. I right. think we saw like Savannah Clovers are going to be making that jump. Mm -hmm. um, I think Maryland Bobcats might have played in the first edition of the Independent Cup, and that's and then they did did make their jump to pro. So right. uh, who knows who we'll see this year? But uh, we are very excited for it. Very we, excited. we love cups, and we love cups that uh, include money, pro and amateur teams, just like oh. the U.S. Open Cup, um, which I believe there's actually fixtures occurring. There were some that occurred yesterday and today. We don't have enough time to really talk about that, but no. uh, definitely continue to follow along. Uh, okay, this one's a fun one. Carl, who is the team that you want to see make the jump to MLS the most? The team I want to see make the jump to MLS the most? <laughs> that's That's... <laughs> is this a serious question like do i maybe yeah i want, I want you to provide a, a serious answer um wow um i don't know i don't all right it's obviously the michigan stars carl isn't <laughs> what? Is, is, no. isn't that isn't that no. who you want to join mls because on uh oh, no. we, we got a, oh, we got a tweet no. from the michigan stars and oh, they no. they always just coming out with the bangers uh, they are always coming out with bangers. That's they're, what I They're scoring to say. more bangers on Twitter than they are in actual yep. games. Oh yeah, on May sixth, they brought oh, out no. their their. Honestly, I'm loving this template that they're just using for everything. <laughs> everything from this the <laughs> statements and oh, this is wonderful. I love. So this. it says Please Metro continue. Detroit, Michigan deserves a MLS team. Uh, I am working very hard to bring one. I need your help, not financially. Because obviously George Junkaj is very rich, <laughs> but with your support, thank you, George Junkaj. Oh George, my God, I, George, 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 I, George. They George. already tried to do this. This was back in like 2016 that mm -hmm. uh, there were, were talks about bringing an MLS team to Detroit, and oh, clearly George. they didn't want to do that. So I don't know if he's, I don't know what he means. Like, is he gonna be the head of this new MLS team? Uh, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like yet another tweet where they get ratioed. Like you got you got to love it. It's 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 a weekly thing at this point. I, I, now I think they're just trolling us. I don't even know. Like what what are you guys honestly doing? You know what I mean? Like why? <laughs> why? why was this a tweet? Like why was this a tweet from the Michigan why, Stars the, Football the, Club? The, account? It could why? have been an email. Like why are you tweeting this? Yeah, and especially it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't like, it, <laughs> like he doesn't have any concrete evidence that that no. there is an MLS team coming there that he is leading the charge for. So, um, oh yeah, God. that'd be like me being like, yeah, I'm I'm bringing an MLS team to I don't know uh, New Orleans. I'm working very hard to do it. I don't I need, your, need help. your support. I don't need your support. I need your money because <laughs> I actually need. Them. <laughs> yeah. I, wait. Wait a second. I, and I think he's saying that in a way too. He's like, wait a yeah. second. Maybe if I phrase this in this a way, way, they'll give me money. Like, yeah. In a way, I actually do want to give him some credit because he wasn't asking for money, and that's no, that's when it gets he, into like scam territory. Support. And I'm not I'm not cool with that. He just said he wants support. So you know what? Good, good for George if he's got the money to burn on it. Go bring for it, it on. but bring, that's bring just it another. On. If, if he's got that two hundred million dollars to build a 
you know, whatever the fee is for an MLS oh, club dude, these days. Oh, dude, it's got to be like 400 something now because Charlotte crazy paid, I think, now. 370. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. inflation too, gas prices, like True. it's got to be through the roof. True. All right, that was fun, but we're we're packing this this pod full of um tournaments i hope you guys have been taking notes because there's a test at the end of what we talked about there is yes there will be a pop quiz there will be a pop quiz and then at Mm -hmm. the end there'll be a survey where you rate this episode from 10 to 10 so you only can choose 10 which is the highest and you rate us a 10 and then you go on whatever you You listen to us on how attractive we are one through 10 right Uh, i haven't been wearing a shirt this entire episode so I took so it off So we assume earlier. you just skipped right to the end to Ray Carlton. <laughs> he says, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't need next, to hear the rest of this. We're, we're what's next? Off the rails. All right. 2022 Canadian Championship. Ooh, uh, also called the Voyager's Cup. And this is a tournament that's getting a little more fun. Um, Canada, for the longest time, really only had the uh, three MLS teams. So now with the introduction of the Canadian Premier League, this is a tournament that's getting a little more interesting, and we definitely suggest watching. It wasn't as fun before, and now it's it's more fun. It's more fun. In very simple terms. Um, more fun. We also have two amateur teams competing, one from uh, League One Ontario and one from uh, PLSQ in Quebec. So that was uh, uh, CS Montreal and uh guelph united out of ontario hmm. so um those teams have actually that we're, we're coming at you with one round having having already been played right. uh, so both of the amateur teams are out unfortunately nah. uh, but the fun is Spoiler just getting alert. started we have uh cavalry fc beat fc edmonton who is mm-hmm. having a bit of a rough go uh vancouver whitecaps fc and valor are yet to play uh, Atletico Ottawa York United beat Atletico Ottawa uh, in pens Halifax beat Guelph and uh, Forge FC and Ma- oh I guess they haven't played yet I'm sorry I, I misspoke Montreal have not yet played but um, the winner of that match will play CF Montreal, so it would be kind of cool. Montreal. It would be cool. It would be Won nice to game. see that amateur club go a little, a little deep, deep in that, that cup cup. Yes, sir. So that's exciting, though. I'm glad yeah. they brought that. Like, the Canadian Championship is, it, it's fun. Like, and I mean, it's there's still a long way to go for these uh, Canadian Premier League clubs to be competing with the MLS clubs, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, they give them a run for their money. Like, you know, I mean, some of, some of the games are actually pretty competitive. Yeah, I think Vancouver lost last year, uh, I think, to Pacific, Was I want to say. Pacific? I, mm, I can't oh remember. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia. I think it was Forge. I'm going to go to the 2021 work. edition, w- and we're going to answer this real quick. In Forge competed or was going to p- compete in the CONCACAF. No, that's because they... Why? How did they get? To, because Pacific did beat the Whitecaps in the yeah, first round. I see, I told you it was Pacific, not Forge. Why were you yeah, listening? Yeah, I shouldn't so have smart. listened to you. You're Man, so smart. First rate podcast. Yeah, I think that was the only that was the only Canadian um, Premier League team that beat a only MLS takes team. One. You, you know yep. what that means now, though. That means the Canadian Premier League is higher than the MLS. That's what I that think, means. I think that's how that works. That's I'm how it pretty works. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're now they're not looking back. <laughs> they're not looking back. Canadian uh, Premier League is it has more clout now. It yeah. is a better league than the MLS because because that happened. But we do we do have an opportunity to maybe see a couple more of those upsets this year. Um, Pacific's been playing very well, so they maybe have. they've got a chance to to repeat the magic. They're playing York United in the next round. Uh, Halifax is playing Toronto, and I believe. They are going to Halifax, so that'll be a lot of fun. Because Halifax Ooh. is a nice downtown stadium that um, they pack that stadium. I think it's only like six thousand capacity, mm-hmm. but uh, it's right near downtown. I was reading an article actually the other day where Michael Bradley had said he he wanted to uh, go play there mm-hmm. back when um, I think it was the twenty nineteen edition, something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that should be a lot of fun. So definitely check that out. 
I believe it's probably through one soccer. It is one soccer. So yeah. uh, listen to our podcast if you want updates. That's the only way yeah. you can find find yeah. updates. We'll, Don't we'll send you anything. telegrams. Right. Yeah. Don't Google it. Google won't have anything. You got to listen to our podcast. So just subscribe, rate us True. 10 out of 10. We'll and cover uh, finally, Carl, let's end with one of the <laughs> most exciting but totally not having anything to do with on-field play story of this week. Uh so the Northern Guard supporters group were going hard on on Twitter right. uh, because, according to them, the Detroit uh, F- the, yes, the Detroit front office told them that uh, they had to kind of sanitize their banners. They couldn't wear any more clothing with um, swear words on it. It, uh, it it became kind of this huge thing on Twitter um, because people. You know they 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 know what Northern Guard's known for, and that is trolling people on Twitter. Um, they kind of have a, a very tight knit group of people that will will come at uh, those that maybe insult Detroit or insult right. the team or insult the supporters group. Right. Um, but now they've kind of been crusading. NGS has been crusading against USSF, USL, their own front office. And it's been a lot. It's been a it, lot. It's been a lot. Just because they can't say fuck. Yeah, but there's been other things. They've they've also come out and and mentioned that uh, allegedly they were told that they couldn't put up a pro Palestine flag. So, oh, wow. uh, but that was then people are like, well, why didn't you kind of lead with that? That that would have made way more sense than you could have said. We're also told that we can't use any profanity. swearing or anything like yeah. profanity or implied profanity. I, I think that's been the thing as well. Right. Um, so this is kind of going to be a developing story, and I think we will continue to see uh, maybe similar developments as they go through their first year in USL. And that yeah. was, I think, a lot of people were expecting something like this. I mean, you're going to be on national TV. Uh, you're dealing with USL, which is always a little more sanitized and controlling than NISA. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how NGS continues to deal with this. I've heard some things about oh maybe there will be a split off between NGS and another new supporters group so I don't know if that'll happen but yeah I mean I'm all for Detroit City I I love Detroit City yeah. I I yeah. think what they're doing is awesome the supporter groups I love them they're great um like you said this isn't a surprise I mean when these games are being broadcast on ESPN like you can't have signs basically saying fuck on your shirts you, you know what I mean like it's just yeah. like as, as someone who works in television like you you just can't have that happening um I will say though as much as I love them one of the greatest things like I love a good like Twitter I love a good Twitter and so um Detroit City and Louisville City played in the U.S. Open Cup and Louisville City ended up winning on penalty. Spoiler alert yeah. if you haven't seen the game. Um, and after, underneath uh, the tweet, um, somebody uh, said, Northern Guard will blame the loss on them not being able to say fuck. And Louisville City Twitter commented underneath it, oh, they're definitely saying that right now. <laughs> and that, that, was, that was good enough as it is. And then Northern Guard took a screenshot of this and posted, I certainly hope that USL Championship takes this threat of implied profanity to the highest court in the land, jail forever, which sounds sort of like sarcasm. Like, I don't know if they're yeah. totally being, like, it's sarcasm. They're being funny and it's kind of a subtweet to USL. And then Louisville City comments, now hang on, it's obviously already been a long week for Detroit supporters, but we've got a lot in common with you all. Like, how as of tonight, we both own your club. <laughs> It's just like it's yeah, I think fantastic. they ratioed they ratioed NGS pretty good, which you don't which see happening too often. See happen. NGS is usually the ones ratioing other people. We yeah. started with Pittsburgh earlier in the season yeah. when they did that bullshit. Their, their fan group did that stuff about Keyworth. But I will say though, it is fantastic. Um, I saw like Taylor Twelman tweeting about the Detroit City game in the US Open Cup and saying how awesome an environment it looked at Keyworth yeah, and is. like it's a great environment. It, it's so incredible to me like obviously we expected Detroit City to be be able to hold their own going to that jump to the USL. I think we all sort of expected that. Yeah. But how they're sort of like just catching the eye already of, you know, all these big soccer pundits who usually only other 
either pay attention to Europe or the MLS. It's really cool to see. You know, they're 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 becoming mainstream. You know, what I mean, it I is, think yeah. that's a good thing. I think word. you know, it probably helps that they are on ESPN, and you know, you can watch all of their USL games on ESPN as well. So the, the atmosphere is getting a little more exposure. And now that you have people directly working for ESPN, um, probably, you know, as part of their job, they have to watch that. They're, they're taking notice. And I, I, it's a great environment. And I, I hope that the supporters group can find ways to deal with this or work with the front office. I know mm-hmm. Alex Wright, who we talked to, um, he did a whole thread on, on yeah. where they're coming from with this. And it was pretty good. And I think it was as well received by NGS as something could be. Yeah. Uh, they weren't necessarily glowing after reading that, but uh, right. they were. They were fine. Let's just, let's like, just say they weren't just like, you know, F you, Alex. That, so right. that, that was, I think that was, that was probably about the, the best, best case we scenario expected. with yeah. uh, NGS. Yeah. Best case yeah. scenario. Um, no. But no, it's cool to see, you know, uh, hopefully, like you said, they figure something out um, because, again, like I love NGS. I love Detroit City. Um, I think what they're doing and what they built and what they continue to keep building in Detroit um, Mm. is amazing. It's incredible. It's it's everything that we gloat about and we scream about on this podcast about what we want to see from, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of a soccer standpoint in this country. Like it's because they are they're certainly integral to building the environment that that exists there right now are there Mm -hmm. are there some things that maybe they should just you know slow down with the swearing like sure but Mm -hmm. if it's a political message yeah i don't think they should be sanitized as long as the political message is you know there's no profanity it's not absolutely absurd then yeah throw it up there like the front office shouldn't necessarily have to be told by ussf or usl what their club can believe in and i think uh they also brought up a um an, a certain example with seattle who i think seattle sounders they put up a um a supporters group put up a pro trans rights banner and uh i guess they were told by Concacaf to take it down i believe both mls and the front office of seattle came to their defense right but uh ngs raises a good point you know there's a slippery slope i don't think swearing is that start of that slippery slope Right. But there certainly is at some point. No, definitely. And, you know, it's it's going to be exciting to see, like, where um, this goes from here. Because, like, we're t- like they've been so good. I think they're, they're definitely, you know, in a playoff spot for the USL Championship right now. Which, like, yeah. it, it just happened so fast. They had a nice cup run in the U.S. Open Cup. They beat, they beat an MLS team. They beat the Columbus crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they... These are things that, you know, it was funny when we were talking to Alex Wright that, like, I can't even believe, think he could have dreamed of a decade ago when they were starting this club from the ground up. Like, this yeah. club is going They're places. They're on ESPN. Right. They like, are playing an MLS team. I mean, that's that's pretty like, big. It's pretty big. but and, Especially you know, and from, I think, because he'll, he'll, he'll go back to not just when the team started. Right. Which I think is an important place to start. He goes back to when it was just about a rec league. Yeah, you know, like a rec league in their in their city. So I think it's kind of cool when you take it from that. Just a couple people who are playing in a rec league, mm-hmm. who wanted to start a team. To that team is now playing an MLS team on it's ESPN, a Hollywood movie. and they are packing their stadium with about seven thousand people. It's pretty good. It's pretty. That's good. pretty good it's, growth. It's, it's, it's really good growth, and it's still only the beginning. You yeah. know, what I mean, yeah. it's and still I'd, I'd hate only to, the I'd hate to see it all get sour. So. Right. So it's good that and hopefully they are finding that middle ground. Um, And hopefully you guys are paying attention to everything that's going on in the soccer world. Obviously, we didn't get into much today with stuff in Europe or stuff happening. Um, That's going to be coming soon as those leagues wrap up. Um, Yeah, I know Cameron and I. Cameron and I are sweating bullets about both our perspective clubs, and maybe if you want to see Cameron and I go at each other's throats about what mm-hmm. happened over this weekend, um, we'll do that soon, especially if Liverpool miss a chance at the title because of Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> we're not going to bring that up because we've already gone long enough. Um, guys, honestly, we're, we're, hoping, we're hoping to get something in the works for you guys uh, when it comes to interviews um, in the coming month or so. Um, yeah. Things, you know, hopefully uh, we won't have as much hiatuses. Um, this one wasn't that bad. It was only a week. It's not like we yeah. disappeared for three months again. Um, but we really appreciate all the support you guys give us. You know, we we have a small little circle right now, but it's our circle, and that circle is important to us, you know? Yeah. And we, we love all you guys who have sort of been listening to us and paying attention to us and supporting us and um, tweeting stuff um, that Speaking we're able of which, to... Well, before I forget, shout out to Nick Hasig. Yes. You tweeted at us with an article you wrote uh, about the U.S. pro soccer scene. Yes. Good article, man. I think you did a lot. You covered a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. In um, in one article, which is hard to do with the U.S. pro soccer scene, definitely there's a lot um, to so cover. Keep at it, definitely keep writing articles. Um, I I kind of liked the way that you you kind of you did like a history article, like a lot of articles on soccer in the United States are mostly just like this is what's currently happening. Mm-hmm. So maybe keep with that, keep with that style. You know, do do some histories of the different clubs. Um, and- do like the demise of the 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 New York cosmos, like stories like that would be really good to, and, 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 and I think that's really, up. right. And I think we've discussed it in way previous episodes when it comes to the, the history of soccer, like there is a deep and rich history of soccer in the U S that people just don't know about because you have to think a lot of the people who are becoming fans of soccer has been in the last 10, 15 years. Like the, the, the a lot of people's, eyes have turned to the sport in that time frame like this hasn't been something you know where people have been generations of soccer fans and maybe there are some cases of that in the u.s but chances are a lot of people who are soccer fans now weren't soccer fans 20 years ago um and we've discussed you know kind of the ability to watch soccer and the exclusivity of or not the exclusivity but the um wide range of streaming services um that are available to people now but no it was a really good article um definitely keep with the history because that is so important especially as the sport grows more and more in this country yeah more and more people are going to want to know the history of where this sport has gone from the beginning um and it's really important history is really important in general but especially when it comes to this sport um guys thank you so much for listening um make sure to continue tweeting continuing to follow us um giving us this hot take material that we're able to use um because we love it we we love ripping you guys apart when you tweet something stupid um and it makes us really happy um but even when when you tweet something smart that makes us happy too but follow us on twitter follow us on instagram follow us wherever you can follow us cameron thank you so much we will be back again soon and i'll see you later man see you later keep it classy